Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stock What's up? Hey. Again, before we start, I just want to say that I'm drinking Tito's vodka. As you can see, it's been frozen. That's very helpful. nice, very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one podcast where we teach you. Wait, I thought, I thought your your cleanse was, was uh, still going. <laughs> uh, drinking Tito's is basically a cleanse. So, yeah, yeah, just drinking it straight. See, it's straight. Yeah. Um, it's gluten Dalt, free. Dalt, you need to be quiet about the cleanse. Um, just because uh, with <laughs> everything that's been going on in the stock market, man, I need a drink, okay? <laughs> like this last week, red, green, blue, yellow, is Trump doing billions of dollars in 30 seconds. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what we're going to tell you. We're going to tell Thank you what's you. going on. Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, this is the Stock Dirty to Me podcast, a podcast where we go live every Wednesday in one of the largest stock market for beginners group, which stuff is coming. Just tease that. But we go live. We break down the news of the week. We break down stocks that you guys vote on and some of the crazy shit like what just happened the past week. Uh, we break down with two of the best people to have. We got Dalt. Wait, no. Dalt, the advisor over at Banting Corp Capital Management, an amazing Canadian company. And then we got Tony, the stock bro himself, a man who's Def portfolio definitely is one highly qualified person. I'm just here spewing my nonsense. Well, hold on. Hold three on. highly <laughs> qualified people. Three. Okay, we have three highly qualified. <laughs> Dalt is the advisor. You're the economic dude, so you understand economics. And I just that's host true. This. I do have a degree in economics. There you go. Well, so you're you're qualified. I'm the only one here yeah. who's the least qualified to be on the show, as my portfolio is kind of like a hundred dollars. Uh, but that's fine because I I represent you guys, the average Joe, the everyday person who's investing. I want to shout out to, yes, we got our regulars here down in the village in Florida. Dorothy, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, of course. Welcome, welcome, one and all to the show. We love seeing you. So if you want to comment, you want your stuff up on the screen, make sure you hit the uh, put live and where you're from. Also, any questions you have, we'd be more than happy to answer you. But uh, before we jump into it, Dalt, give us a little introduction. Well, about yourself, um, by the way, just about yourself before we jump into all the crazy well, stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, it's, I think it's been a great, uh, another great week in the in the market. Um, Google hit a new all time high. Yay for me! <laughs> um, Compass Pathways has rallied huge over the last five days, and uh, and I before market closed, I bought uh, I bought a stock, Teladoc Health. So i am Ooh, yeah uh, which we talked about like two weeks ago right yeah we last did last week last week yeah. yeah yeah it was the last week's yeah. episode and uh you were saying that out was one of the ones you were looking into to buying and it looks like you pulled the trigger i did i did that's good that's good and uh tony the resident economist um because you have a degree in economy i think right you have a degree in that i do yeah i do <laughs> yeah it's like five seconds later and i'm already Bro, drunk um yeah so i as the uh resident economist i decided to buy some sheep shibu inu this week why because this is why i'm drinking basic economics <laughs> mean, mean nothing it means absolutely nothing nowadays supply and, and demand my don't matter nothing. inflation doesn't matter um utility doesn't matter nothing matters uh for right now but Snowy it will matters. eventually. That's all that matters. It will. It will. It will eventually at some point. But right now, 
I uh, I just decided to throw a little bit of money into all those shit coins on public, <laughs> which, by the way, public has no trading fees for crypto. And that's why I've been doing that, because Coinbase robs me blindly when I um, or I actually I see it coming, ironically <laughs> enough. But uh, they'll rob you with those with those fees when you buy and when you sell. And then when you pay your taxes on your gains, you're left with nothing. So I was like, what am I doing? This is stupid. I'm going to check out other platforms. So I'm using public right now. Um, your link I, is going to be in the comments, right? You're going to put the link. Yeah. In the comments so for public doesn't have a wallet like crypto, uh, which could be a disadvantage for some people. For me, I don't care because I'm basically buying crypto and using it as an investment or kind of like a commodity type of uh investment where i'm not i'm not buying anything let's be honest nobody's buying anything with crypto nobody's buying anything with shibu inu nobody's <laughs> going to the stop and shop or big y and buying your groceries with bitcoin nobody's doing that we're all investing in this to make money off of it i'm not using it as a currency so I don't care if I have a wallet right now. So there you go, there you go. Yeah. That's that's probably the right now. Until there's a functionality to crypto, you have to look at it as a stock or a commodity, as you said, Tony, and just invest. I think commodity, the, yeah. Invest for the long term or invest for short periods of time and pulling your money out uh, using Tony's public link because yeah. that is the best link. Uh, but well, I don't know if it's the best. I, I want to. It say. is. It is because it's coming from you. Okay. I don't know if public is the best place to invest. No, I said the link. Crypto. I said the link. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I do want to say with the link, you get free stock when you sign up and it's completely free. So you have nothing to lose. It's um, a win, so there you win, go. win, win. So do yeah. it for Tony. Uh, do it if for you me. Like his do it for stuff. yourself too. More importantly. Yeah. You got someone shouting out from Kansas. Love getting it from the Midwest. It's the Midwest, right? I don't know. I yeah, don't know shout out where you're from. That yeah, let awesome us know. Hashtag you. where you're from. Let us know what you think of the Shinobi and uh, in Inu and all those crazy things. But before we uh, uh, before we continue, before we jump to the Shinobi, uh, we, let's look at the first issue we wanted to talk about today was the first trust exchange traded fund, also known as FP. X. It was in the news today, and uh, Dalt, you're going to be leading off with us, right? Yeah, yeah. So this was supposed to be on the last week's video. We just ran out of time. It was kind of chaotic. I was I was a passenger in a car with my laptop <laughs> on my on my lap. So it, it was know, a it was a fun episode. It was yeah. A fun I, call episode. It, I call it dedication. That's dedication. Yeah. So this is um this this is an ETF. Now the first trust U.S. equity opportunities ETF. Basically, what it does is it tracks an an index called the IPOX 100 US index, IPOX 100. What that does is it tracks, now I'll tell you, it tracks 85% of the total market cap through US new listings. So 85% of all direct listings and, and IPOs are bought up by this fund. So this fund is tracking the majority of new listings that come onto the market every year. Basically, what that means, they're buying all the all the IPOs. So I know a lot of people, um, a lot of people like to buy a lot of the new issues. Um, I typically don't, but I have built a lot of portfolios that have this ETF. I'll tell you why, um, because it just does it all on all on automatic for you. It's all automated, and uh, it's actually done pretty well over the last. Is five. it actively managed? Um, yes, yes, yes. They re they rebalance quarterly, I believe. Okay. 
So they're not too. buying the they're not buying IPOs immediately because they're going no. on a quarterly basis. All right. Yeah. Correct. So if I'm going to ask a question here before someone jumps in here, if I wanted to start touching the IPOs, for me the best bet would be putting some money into this. I get I get touched. I get to touch on a uh, a large portion touched. of the IPOs. If you I buy get that, you will get touched. You yes. will get started appropriately. <laughs> you'll get a like you'll get an appropriate touch. <laughs> but no, you get access to the IPOs that are coming out. What's going on? Yes, here? yes, it's gonna it's gonna track like over the last four years. Um, so historically, over the last four years, this fund has bought eighty five percent of of the total market cap of all U.S. new listings. So obviously, because it's by market cap, it will track. It will you'll it'll be it'll be skewed slightly towards some of the bigger IPOs and direct listings. That's not necessarily a bad thing um, because those will be your big movers. So with that being said, like right now, if you look at the top ten holdings, uh, Marvel Tech. I think we can go profile. Can you pull it up. Um, I'm assuming DWAC's got to be in the top, right? I think is it, I think this is the right one, right? Uh, scroll down. Is there anything? Oh yeah, it's. Uh, oh no, it's not going to tell you, eh? Huh? Scroll it down more. It. Is it? It's not on the bottom. No. No, we can't. Wow, that's me. that's weird. Uh, it could it's be just the website I'm it. using, guys. So well, no, no, I'm, I'm on Yahoo. I'm on Yahoo Yahoo's Finance as well. Yeah, it doesn't say there. Okay. Good. I'm on. Oh, I'm also on. Yeah. I have on on my laptop. I have the First Trust uh, port portfolios web, web website up, so I can see um, what's on. in there. Let's just go like this. Use the power of Google. Uh, da, 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 da. It's this one, right? For no, this SP is Ken. portfolios. Now, what kind that. of what kind of percentage are you allocating to the portfolio with this type of fund? Because wouldn't you classify this as a higher risk, higher reward type of asset? Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely would. But um, when you when you look at some of their some of their um, holdings, it's not. It's that's not really as risky as you would think. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say how they how they how they um, how they're operating and able to have such great re, uh, returns. Even are they with... throwing spacs in there? Or are these no, no, okay. no, no. Okay, okay. So, so like, something like DWAC wouldn't be in there. No, that's not in there at okay. all. Um, and some of them, like they, some of them, they they let ride for for varying lengths of time too. So still, like the top ten holdings are Marvel Technology, Snapchat, okay. Trade Web Markets, Avantor, Dell Technologies, CrowdStrike Holdings, Cloudflare, Uber Technologies, DocuSign, and Dynatrace. So a lot of those companies IPO'd several years ago. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're not. I'm surprised they Cloudflare. <laughs> I think is the only one that might have been IPO'd last year or the year before. Yeah. So, okay, so this isn't as risky as No, because it it's because it's tracking as I said uh, 85% of the total market value of total market cap of all US new listings. So Shout can, out to our buddy can, Mark. Yeah, yeah so Mark. they can they can be pretty <laughs> selective, right? If they have, you know, say a million dollars come through over the year of IPOs. They can be selective with where they put eighty-five percent of that money. Make sense? Yes. So they can, so they can, they can avoid like um, the fifteen percent that are really, really bad issues, and focus on the eighty-five yeah. percent that are really, really good in that. So, so this is a perfect fund for a lot of people in our group. I think so. Yeah. Always That's what asking I about IPOs. Yep. That's like one of the hottest topics that comes up every week. So. 
and first trust will be the one that picks the yeah. best ones to put into there and five year Perfect. performance 143 percent this. this is doing it's amazing very, very numbers powerful. even this year in the 52 week range it went from 94 to 137 like yeah, yeah. Yep, you are right. making money with this as long as i i'm yeah this is the the first one yeah so it's good i got this one from you guys yeah no this is this is a great stock to have if you don't know anything about ipos but want to jump into the ipos highly suggest this this is something i go. would add to my portfolio because it's just simple economics it's getting getting access to the things that are risky without putting yourself in risk which is the smartest thing you can do let other people play risky I play risky. That's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And, and even like, I like it because even before the pan, the pandemic, so a lot of assets are pa pandemic boosted, mm -hmm. but even before the pandemic, like from October, say 10th, 2016, um, this was sitting at $52 and by March or February of 2020. So before, you know, um, things had fallen off and then become super boosted, this was up to $83. And so yeah. it gains sixty percent in like three years. So it's it is it is pretty um, a pretty strong issue, and it, it and with or without the pandemic, this will still be uh, performing well. Yeah, even with the pandemic, it it didn't drop yeah. that much. It dropped I from eighty important. to sixty, and then it that's just came. That's an important distinguish uh, distinguish or it's important thing to to talk about because everything is thriving right now. It recovering from the pandemic everything is up mm -hmm. so i mean it had nowhere else to go because we felt we dropped off like 35 percent the entire market back in march of 2020 so it's making everybody look like a genius investor because yeah. anything you bought is doing pretty well yeah. so uh, it's important to look at the performance pre-pandemic so absolutely yeah and this was just going up and up and up i'm just looking at the max here from I think it displayed on July 1st. Hey, Canada Day. Um, 06, and now it's at 100. It, it, it started at 18, like 18 bucks. Wow. It's now been 120. It's been a really good one. I've built, this is almost included in almost every portfolio I've built for clients, almost everyone. So it's a smart investment for people in our group. Okay, good. Yes. There we go, 100%. ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's, let's go into the big dog news. Um, recently, a former president has decided that the social media world um, isn't um, fair. We should fair, yeah. Let's say fair and isn't crowded enough. So he's decided to launch a SPAC. And uh, for those who don't know what a SPAC is, uh, who wants to explain what a SPAC is? Uh, well, a SPAC is just a special purpose acquisition company. And it's essentially a what's called a blank check company. So what they do is they get they pool a bunch of investors and typically are high end investors or sponsors, what they call them. And what they do is they uh, hitch their wagon to some big name celebrities or popular people, well known people in the investing world or just celebrities in general. We've seen this with Shaq and Mark Cuban and uh, Trump and all these other people. And they'll, they'll attach their name to it and they might get some type of royalty or maybe they do put in a small investment. And um, what they'll do is they go on the stock exchange and they get listed and they're just a, a shell company essentially with money. And 
they have a goal to take a private company public and they use that shell company to do it. And they have a certain time frame. I think it's like 18 months. So a lot of these SPACs, you have to be careful because they're not really looking for the highest quality companies. They're just trying to get a company public in the allotted time frame that they have. And it's kind of a race to find something. And this was perfect for them. I mean, they found this social media company that was attached to Trump and mm-hmm. hate him or love him. He's a polarizing figure with 70 million people voted for him. So he's going to, he has a strong base and he has a strong following. So his supporters or even people that his detractors are going to check this out because they want to see what the hell it is. And they might want to join just to talk shit on there, you know? So, uh, could be another brilliant, fortune. Brilliant way to make a quick buck, whether or not it's actually going to work as a social media company. That's another thing. I don't know, but, uh, I'll let Dalt explain the details of truth social. Yeah, I thought, I thought you did a great job explaining a uh, SPAC. Absolutely perfect. Uh, so, so yeah, Truth, so, Truth Social. So Trump's, um, Trump has been banned from most mainstream media, uh, mainstream social media platforms. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's excessive or, or, or not. You kind of just figure that you should be able to use this stuff regardless right and i'm not a huge yeah i'm not a huge trump guy but i think it's excessive when the taliban is on yes there's so many exactly there's so many detrimental people who have facebook accounts murderers rapists i mean oj simpson twitter so yeah yeah you can't you can't have the ex-president of the united states so well he did technically (laughs) cause an insurrection so i can understand that part okay yeah but at the same time the Taliban is uh, oh yeah no no hey, look heads look, off on yeah. national TV. Yeah. Listen, uh, we all know that social media yeah. the companies only care about their bottom dollar. The, it's a the double Facebook, standard. Yeah, the hypocrisy. Facebook papers have come out and shown yeah. that Facebook doesn't give a flying fuck about the people; no. they only care about the money. And I, I, I say this as we're live on Facebook yeah. <laughs> using their platform. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm fully aware that Mark is we're probably all like hypocrites. Yeah, we're, we're all, all hypocrites. Hypocr- Look, yeah, we all are. Anyway, sorry but, to derail your. No, your it's fine. It's Go a ahead. little bit. Yeah, but yeah, it's a little bit of a of a political witch hunt, right? I mean, yeah, every single is. platform has banned him, really. Uh, so I would agree that tr- there is room for something like Truth Social. There's certainly a lot of blockchain social media companies. So it'll be interesting to see how he, how Trump um, integrates this Truth Social thing. I will certainly use it, definitely. Um, there's, there's a lot of disturbing things I find on Facebook. And if they can actually, if Truth Social can actually make it a truth-based platform, it'd be interesting to see how they're going to do that. Well, they're Here's gonna my run. question. I have a question. Yeah, you're going truth based. Mm-hmm. Who's truth? Who who judges what what is the this truth? This is exactly this is the uh, thing. So how do you verify what's true or not? So are they going to run analytics on the platform and you know tie it to Wall Street Journal news articles? Are they going to tie it to you know the most factual names in uh, in uh, news? Uh, I don't know. There's certainly a lot of plat- uh, platforms like Mot- Motley Fool, which are not credible. Um, a lot of pay pay for uh, feature articles, but there's a lot of other ones that uh, where editors um, have to ver- have to verify and journalists have to back up some of their some of their sor- sources. Wall Street Journal is is one of those. So 
how, how, how they're going to be able to verify is going to be tough, but if he can actually do it, I think there's certainly a place for this, so a place where nobody can, can be banned, where free speech is still free speech. And if they can honestly make it truthful, I think it's going to be a huge thing. Is it going to replace Facebook or Instagram? Absolutely no. not. I would um, love to see, like yeah. you said, I, I would check it out if it's free. I would, mm. If it's a, if it's if free, it's a yeah. subscription, that would be stupid. Yes. But if it's free, then I would check it out just to see what it is. Mm -hmm. And I, th I hope it doesn't turn into the, uh, the opposition of Facebook and Twitter where when, what I mean by that is it's more right wing and they're banning uh, left leaning left -wing. opinions, kind of like Facebook is banning right-wing opinions or right-leaning opinions, I should mm -hmm. say, or, or maybe not banning them, but do, uh, silencing them. Yeah. Or using um, the algorithm to bury them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we all know that's exactly what's happening, whether you're left or right, it is what's happening. And but it is a private company. They can do it what is, they want. It is a private company. Uh, you're absolutely right. And we do similar things with our, with the group where mm -hmm. we might mute something and, uh, so nothing is totally free speech, obviously. Um, can I can I just jump in with the free speech thing? Yeah, yeah. You do know free speech is only from the government, government. and yeah. and not private yeah. entities. So saying free speech on a platform of like Facebook that's private, yeah, it's private. So there's no such thing as free speech. I you can have free speech so, on the internet. No, I think it's not so much that as it's so much like um, censorship. Uh, I, censorship and i don't want to get like political but like the lab leak theory was banned from facebook for months and months and months for a year over a year and then you know if, if you said something like that you would get banned or, or or you know muted or whatever uh suspended where now you know john stewart comes out and talks about it and now it's okay to talk about that yeah. you know so Double things standards. like that where it's like that's not very that's not anything that's uh hurt hurting anybody to say anything like that you know like things like that i hope things like that aren't banned and there's instances on the left too where maybe someone on the left is saying something and they're banned from facebook for something that's not very controversial so i just highly, want down highly unlikely so someone saying something yeah. on the left side to be banned on I, facebook. i'm just saying i'm sure there might have been some instance of that too <laughs> yeah. they, they but, may have been uh, quieted they may not have been banned but they yeah. may have gotten their I, I the algorithm would have mute them i just want to see something that's down the middle Good luck. I don't want. I don't want to see something that's. Uh, they're allowing everything, like crazy things, like, like Reddit. Know, yeah, it, no, you know, like four chan and shit right. like that. But um, you know, something that's fair. That's and how do yeah. you get fair? I don't know. Like, that's so cool. here's my fear with uh, truth. Um, yeah, it's going to be a right leaning one because oh, yeah. you have someone so, like Trump, yeah. yeah, running it, and you have all those right-leaning people it's going to be right-wing and it's going to force facebook into being the left-leaning because all the craziness is going to go to uh because everybody who's a right-leaning person and i'm not saying if you're right-leaning you're a bad person you're left-leaning you're not your politics are yours it's if you don't care about humans that's where i have a problem um but they're going to go over there and i think it's going to be for a long time it's going to be could be end up being a toxic dump it, it because we're going to have a lot of the far writers jumping on it and pushing their agenda. Because Facebook has it. Facebook has the same amount though, and Facebook Facebook is already banning people like Trump for just being right, just being yeah. on the, on the right and side. That's, so that's he's not, 
people are going to be seeing that they're going to jump to truth. Not a lot of left people are going to go to truth because they're like, it's Trump's. I don't want to support Trump. I think that's going to become a a very, very heavily right leaning platform. That's That's what I see. Facebook is a heavily leaning left platform, right? Like I, like I can't even comment on like public posts on Facebook anymore because you, you, when you read the comment section, like, I'll, I'll, I'll try to comment on some articles and it's just so far left. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? You, like if you know I were to say crazy, anything, though? like whether logical or not, if I were to comment on something like just on like my, my public newsfeed, like I would just get torn, torn apart. And I, I wouldn't even have to say anything bad. I would just have to state um, a point of view that's actually fat. That's actually factual. It's, it's funny because conservatives are more um, tend to be more, more truthful as far as, as far as politics go, uh, Trump kind of did say and do everything he said he was going to do on his campaign trail. Uh, Biden is already walking away from a lot of his promises. He didn't build so, the I mean, wall, and he didn't I make mean, Mexico pay for it. He Just did say. build a lot of wall. He did build a lot of the wall, though. People didn't that. think he would. He did renegotiate. No, that that wall was being built anyways. The wall that was being built was already part of the plan yeah, for them. So he didn't either, do anything yeah. for building that wall. But getting Mexico, no, the, to pay the wall that. thing was ridiculous. We all knew that was not going to happen. <laughs> well, he did that build, was so he ridiculous. Did build a lot of that wall. He did though. build parts of it. Yeah, but, but that, yeah. that was already in the plans. He no, didn't do anything. No, it wasn't. He had to. He had to take. Um, if you remember, he had to shut down. Um, he he threatened to shut down. Um, Oh, what is Didn't it? he take funding from FEMA or something? Yeah, he did Probably. that too. Yeah. He threatened to shut down the, uh, the the government unless he got additional funding. So he did. He just kind of took things hostage, but he did everything he said he was going to do, and he tried to keep it honest. Um, All right, it, we got a question yeah. from Mark. To jump off the political spectrum because I think that's going to just derail having uh, an NDP yeah, yeah. and a conservative on the same podcast. And I don't know what you are, Tony, so I'm just <laughs> going to drop that. Uh, we got Mark here going, guys, half the people in my department are in Sheba and saying, buy strong. The other half of my department feels like idiots right now for not getting in. Would you guys get in today and join the party or no? Just curious. For that's your indicative of the world right now. Yeah, no one knows. Everybody's everyone's, like, everyone's divided on everything. Uh, so thank you, quickly, world. Quickly, let's cover Sheba and then get going. So Sheba is basically a knockoff of Dogecoin. And the dog that is on the, or that is the logo for Dogecoin is a Japanese breed called a Shiba Inu. And that's what this is. This is just a spinoff of that ad. (laughs) I I have no idea why I got that crazy ad. I'm so sorry, people. (laughs) Licking ahead. Jesus. But yeah, the, uh, be, the 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 coin is right there. It's 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 basically dubbed the Dogecoin killer, uh, for whatever you want to make of that. I, I have no idea. I honestly have no idea uh, if this is a good investment. I, I think it's kind of ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. It was created as a joke, essentially in August of 2020, just like Dogecoin was. But look at what happened with Dogecoin. I would say if you want to. It's going to still throw move. 25 bucks in and let it sit. I mean, something that you don't, that you would maybe go buy lotto tickets with money like that. That's really all this is to me. Uh, I wouldn't do anything crazy, like put thousands of dollars into this thing, unless you're a billionaire, but <laughs> you know, and you can thousands of dollars is nothing to you. But to me, it's just, it's, it's another one of these Ponzi scheme, uh, crap coins or shit coins, whatever you want to call them. Shitcoin is fine. If it's an altcoin, yeah. I call it a shitcoin. If it's if it doesn't have practical value in the real world, like Bitcoin, you can buy shit with Bitcoin. Ethereum, 
you can buy ETFs with Ethereum. You can't buy anything yeah. with Shmoo, BNU, or any of these altcoins. Um, Mark does have a question uh, pertaining to the uh, conversation right now. It goes, what cryptos do you own? And if you don't mind me asking, what percentage is it of your portfolio? Now, do you guys consider, before we jump in, or I'm going to ask this question, the portfolio question, because that's important, because people may confuse crypto with stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Do you consider crypto part of your portfolio, or is it outside of your portfolio? That's a great question. Mine is outside. I don't consider. Yeah. I don't consider. I don't consider crypto. I, I hold crypto in a separate app or a separate brokerage account, obviously, from all my stocks. Um, I, I think the answer to that is if you invest in crypto and you do consider it part of your portfolio, if you have uh, $50,000 invested, you probably shouldn't have more than $5,000 in crypto. You want to keep it like less than 5% of your portfolio because it's very speculative and it's highly risky. Um, I don't have anywhere close to 5% of my portfolio in crypto. Uh, it's probably like 2%, you know, so, uh, that's how, uh, I'm not very bullish on, on cryptocurrency, even the good ones. There so. you go. And Dalt, how do you feel? Uh, and what is, if you care about sharing uh, your percentage of cryptos that you own? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, so if you were to, I, I don't include, um, any of my crypto holdings in my overall port portfolio, if you were to include them, it would be 20% of my entire portfolio is in crypto. But hold on a sec, guys. Hold on. This uh, is by yeah. this is by just random coincidence. <laughs> I put $500 into Ethereum five years ago, and now it's worth $25,000. So it, it, it skews. That's insane. It's that, skews that's a lucky insane. bet yeah. right there. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it could be worth putting a little bit of money yeah. into these ridiculous coins and just check back five years from now <laughs> you know right. like don't put five hundred dollars is very reasonable like right. you could lose five hundred dollars and it's not gonna hurt you at all you know right. so put in a, everybody's uh amount of money is going to be different you know i i, I could probably put five thousand dollars in a crypto and if i lost it all it wouldn't really hurt me that much but do i want to do that no I'm putting little bits of money in. I, I do have full disclosure. I do have about, 20, I think I have about $2,700 invested in crypto total right now. So and that's uh, fine. That's, that's yeah. money that you can play with. Most of question. it is in Bitcoin and Ethereum. But um, those I, I feel like relatively not that risky to me. I don't, I don't really see Bitcoin as being a huge risk. Now, if I had that sitting in Shibu Inu, I'd probably be very concerned. So yeah. I would be concerned for your safety as well. I would probably <laughs> yeah. call your your soon-to-be wife yeah. and be like, um, get Tony <laughs> out of that. Take away his toys. He's not allowed look it anymore. At, look at Dahl. $500 is now $25,000. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, that's incredible gains. And, I'm, and he has it in Ethereum, which I'm sure he believed in. And... I'm sure you probably were a little tempted when you saw that going up and up and up to, to sell at some point. No, I, I said, I always said when I did that, I was like, back then though, like we didn't, Ethereum wasn't what it is now. So you just, no. it just, it was, it was so much more risky back then. Mind you, the price was like just over a hundred bucks and you're kind of looking at, it, you're like, oh, what the hell? I'll put 500 in and if I lose it, I lose it. If, if it goes up, it goes up, but that's all I'm, I'm ever going to put in. And 
that was just that. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, but you, you, you. I didn't know what it was going to be later on. No, how could yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Just and like. Back, and different different time too because back back then Ethereum actually worked and you didn't have like three hundred dollar gas fees. Now you have that and everybody's buying at like five thousand dollars Canadian a coin. And it's yeah. like whoa whoa. That's oh, the problem. Yeah. yeah, when you're buying and selling this stuff, you have to pay huge fees too. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I do own some of this stupid Shiba coin. Uh, I I only put- Shiba. It's Shiba. Shiba, Mark's making yeah. cl- sh- sure that we know Shiba. he he Shiba, puts Shiba. that little star next to it every. I like bought every time some you, in public. Said it wrong. He's done that post, so I'm a little. Uh... I bought some in public because of the no fee thing, and I was just playing around buying crypto on public. I'm going to use public as my crypto account only, and um, I, I just put a little bit of money in all these coins. And <laughs> Mark's not happy 20, with you, Tony. Twenty five dollars in it. And I figure, you know what? I'll let it sit for five years. And if this, I'm saying it's crazy unlikely, but if it turns into Dogecoin and it goes to a cent or a penny or whatever Dogecoin, what was it, 70 cents or whatever, no one saw that coming. Maybe something insane, there'll be some crazy social media movement to hype this thing up. And you're just going to use it as a turn my $25 into thousands of dollars. Well, someone, I mean, so I was watching Phil DeFranco. Hold on. Mark did say something here. You were supposed to be my security of why I don't own it. Here, Mark, Tony's advising you. Well, he's not advising you. He's like, I put 25 bucks in. If you want to put the same and just leave it there and it turns into Dogecoin, go ahead. That's what he's saying. He's not saying to throw the house into yeah. this. $25 no. to me is so insignificant that if it goes to zero i don't care at all yeah, even it's, it's, even i could i could have even put a couple hundred dollars into it but that's how little i believe in shibu is i put 25 dollars into it so well, that just what, lost rent yeah. uh tony <laughs> um he's he's leaving <laughs> he's moving out of your backyard um no but i yeah. know it goes against everything i believe it's insane and i can't for weeks I tony has been saying no to altcoins no 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 and then he finds but public you know and he's now an I've been proven kid. wrong so many freaking times about dogecoin i destroyed dogecoin for months and months and months and i made fun of everybody that bought it and then it went to 70 cents and people made so much money off of it and even though i think it's stupid and has no purpose i mean who i i don't know who am i to tell people not to buy it but i will say just like we've talked about this whole episode with risk is manage your risk and your expectations. I have zero expectations and I've man- I put such a little amount of money in there that it means nothing. You know what I mean? If it, if it, for whatever reason, there's some social media movement where someone like Elon Musk or Mark Cuban are now all of a sudden talking about Shiba Inu and it goes up 10,000%, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to sell it, and I'll, I'll never buy any more of it again. So I'll probably <laughs> so sell I it do, and put it into Bitcoin. So. so I did see something on Phil DeFranco. He talked about this, and Phil DeFranco does this amazing uh, news show on YouTube. He's been doing it for 15 years. So he's a guy you can trust in the news world, and he, he does only a certain number. He did talk about someone who put in like $2,500 and is now worth five point four billion dollars because of shibu inu like this this guy did it when it first he put money in when it first came out yeah so when it bounced up he's like peace out no there's i was no, making fun there's, of there would be no way that guy would be able to sell that all at once no, no obviously so he not probably ever, still he probably still has like 5.1 billion <laughs> yeah <laughs> because in, you're in, have yeah because no one's buying every day 
to get yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, and that's the problem you face when you buy these altcoins. Like yeah. you're it, when you make that much money, you can't sell it. You can't. No. So you it's end not. up losing. End up losing because it ends up dropping so dramatically, and you you go from rags to riches back to rags again. Yeah, I think what, a lot of what? people get caught up in the hype of this stuff too. And oh, they, yeah. they start selling off their good stocks. And that's, don't do that. Don't sell off your good stocks to buy this crap. You know what I mean? Put money aside separately as your throwaway money into this kind of stuff. Uh, I know I saw a lot of people in our group, uh, not a lot, but a couple of people in our group talking about how they're moving money around to buy stuff like this. And if you have to move money yeah. around and sell yeah. investments to buy stuff like this, don't buy it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I didn't need to sell stocks or move money around to, to buy this. You just didn't um, order any Starbucks for three days. That's yeah. All. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just took it out of my kid's college fund. <laughs> it's fine. It's a shoot new, it's going to shoot up and you're going to be a billionaire and then that's the kid's going to be pay fine. for it. So. Right. Yeah. By the time yes. your kid comes out, that that's how much it's going to cost to send them to Harvard. So expect nothing and manage your risk. That's a really good point. Fine. Yeah. It has to be, you have to invest with funds that you're okay to lose. Yeah. Um, mine was $500. Um, and I also, so, oh yeah, you asked what else I own. So Filecoin and BNB, the Binance coin. Um, but again, um, so I've only, I've put in a, a almost a couple thousand into into file file coin and probably about 1400 into bnb but but again this is money that it's there and i'm okay to lose that it's it's such a very small percentage of my port port portfolio and when i it's 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 really when you look at how much i've actually put in it's 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 yeah it's not a lot it grew to be that percentage, yeah but it wasn't which a is lot. a good problem to have yeah <laughs> always you don't a good problem buy it as that percentage yeah you want it to grow to that percentage yeah so. you don't so, want to put in twenty five thousand into ethereum now because it's broken and it doesn't work right. and if f 2.0 doesn't go it doesn't go through then it becomes a whole risky scenario i put a um, thousand so. into bitcoin uh little over a year ago oh so you did really well yeah it was at like twenty seven thousand, and when i got it so that's that's what i'm saying it grew yeah to what it was um and it's at like six sixty thousand now maybe Mm -hmm. so it it, it over that over that yeah Yeah. at one point i was at like 1500 in profit from bitcoin alone yeah so yeah yeah eventually bitcoin i'm holding i'm holding bitcoin (laughs) Because I do think Bitcoin is going to get to a couple hundred thousand or maybe even more. I don't know. It's when. a finite. It's a finite. Uh, yeah. Coin. So I'm the not longer you hold, I'm a millionaire off it. But I, you, know, I you could I make can, a couple hundred thousand. I could five x. Yeah, I could five x. So I have a question for you guys. Um, <laughs> recently, I've been because I'm in the YouTube space with podcasting and all that. Um, there's a channel or company called Face Clan. And they're going yeah. public. So it's the first YouTuber company, technically, to go public. And they, they're, they've they turned with a, a, a SPAC, which we, we learned earlier from Tony about the digital world acquisition or whatever it's called. <laughs> Their SPAC deal is valued at a $1 billion. That's B, yeah. people, not million, billion. This is a YouTuber. I know YouTuber a lot about channel. this. I know a lot about FaZe Clan and just because I know how shady these fucking people are. <laughs> yeah. These this was the group in Eng- they're from England. This right the UK, right? 
No, Face Clan is I is American. Face Clan? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, I thought they were UK, and then they grew. Hold on, Face Clan. These fucking spacs are so shady. <laughs> you also um, don't have to re report that much or do as much due. We started as internet kids armed with cameras and a diehard love for video games. We turned their passion and struggles into a global creative engine that has no boundaries and continues to define blah blah blah. Uh, so they're in, they're in they're in America and the UK. Yeah, um, they probably face clanned. I'm trying to find. They have a thirty three hundred and fifty one million fan yeah. base. Jesus. Basically, they what they do is they they get these social media uh, influencers to join this clan, and they go like, "I'm Face Clan Tony," and mm-hmm. that's like what they do on YouTube. So what happened is a lot of these people, these Face Clan members, are were behind all those crypto dumps a couple months ago, those pump and dumps where they're trying to get people to sign up for all these ICOs, initial coin offerings, and then. The, a lot of people tracked down their wallet addresses and showed that these people sold immediately. Almost mm-hmm. all of them sold on the first day of the ICO. Of so they're very shady people. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whenever I so, hear an influencer talking about a coin, I know yeah. immediately that it's a Ponzi dump scheme or a yeah, pump and dump scheme. So. It's not – unless it's after their own name. Like if they – if like Logan Paul comes out with a, a Logan coin that's attached to his name, I highly doubt he's going to pump and dump it. I would definitely say he's going to pump and dump it. He's going to pump and that dump guy. it. That guy's doing fixed fights it. and all kind of stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, I, I chose the wrong, I chose the <laughs> Damn, wrong fucking person. That's I'm sorry. market manipulator number one. Him and his brother. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck, I guys. hate them both. I hate the Pauls, but they make money. So They do make money. They yeah. do. They draw. They draw. Because everybody uh, hates them. Anyways, we, like, we got to wrap it up. Yeah, we do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we're going. We talked about a lot of stuff. I do want to make an announcement. Uh, you probably saw it. I posted about possibly doing a mastermind where these two smart individuals will be helping you with your portfolio. Advi- not fully advising you, but telling you, hey, maybe this is a better stock than that stock. Or, But we're not going to answer. If we do it, we're not going to be answering questions like, do you think we should invest in this? And it's some penny stock. No, we're going to help you build your portfolio so that it builds you money and you can retire. Maybe asset earlier. allocation, uh, breaking down stocks, like re- how to research. Uh, yeah, we're going to go full portfolio into management, it. stuff like that. Not necessarily what to buy, but more of those types of things. Are people even going to listen to us? I feel like people don't even like listening to us. Well, pe- like, we have six keep, people who are listening you guys to us. Keep making money. Your stock hit a new all time high today. What the fuck? Yeah, you, you guys, you two have like portfolios that just constantly stay green. And I, I hear people in the group, oh, it's a red day. And then I get in the group chat and it's like Tony and Dalt are like, yeah, I'm having a green day. I don't know what these mother- these people are talking about. So yeah, if you want to have more. fallen below like a 30% all time. <laughs> Even, yeah. So it's like not that what? hard. It's really not that hard to basic to Basic investing uh we got here like look we got dorothy who's going love microsoft of course you got mark thank you microsoft there we go you have dalt being thanked by uh mark for the google uh google and are the only reason you're green today if you're only green because of those two stocks and you need to take a look at your other portfolio because if i'm not mistaken dalt you're completely green today right no, overall, uh, no. Mastercard, Mastercard killed me today. But uh, Google, Google being up, being up huge, 
Um, Compass Pathways is up huge today. Like Compass Pathways and Google, yeah, my portfolio did finish in the green, but it's an average overall. But Mastercard has been killing me this this week. I think the Nasdaq was up, and then S and P and Dow were Dow took a hit, and the S and P was kind of flat. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you could be red today. It wasn't that big of a deal, though. I mean, it's not down there. It's not even down 1%. So there you go. All right. So we're going to throw Tony, where can we listen to you? Where can we find you apart from being in the group? Uh, Stock Bros podcast, which I'm working on a couple episodes now. So those will be out later this week. And um, obviously, I'm always in the group. So you can at me in the group. (laughs) Um, A couple of people uh, messaged me, direct messaged me. I don't have my messenger turned on and I have the notifications off. I don't, I'm probably not going to respond on there and it's not anything personal. Don't take it personal. It's just, I don't check those anymore. So just at me in the group. That's best the best way. way. Yeah. Best way to do it. All right, Dalt, your turn. Where can we find you? Where can we learn more about your smart investing style? As always the blog, the blog, the blog, the blog. And I'm always in the group, always at me. I'm oddly Johnny in the group for those that don't know. Um, who the hell is Dalton Rizme and who the hell is Oddly Johnny? We're the same person. That's me. Um, yeah, always at me if you have any questions and keep a lookout for my article. It's going to be a late one tonight. Uh, it's going to be posted really late, but it's going to be about um, how to value a cryptocurrency investment. So um, it's going to be Very pretty, money. pretty sweet. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can always find me on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, Invest in Yourself, the podcast series, of course, here in the group, answering some questions that I may be able to answer or just tagging one of the two smart people who are above me. But we want to thank you very much. Make sure you check out our YouTube page. Make sure you check out the fan page. Give us some love. If you want to listen to the podcast, it would be nice if you subscribe to it on Apple or you or, or on uh, Spotify. Let us get more people knowing about it, bring more people into the group so that uh, we can get more money into the group and more knowledge and help you guys out. Uh, we are thinking about maybe doing an advanced group as well just letting you know about that but that's still in the hush hush giving you guys a little extra ladies and gentlemen this is stock dirty to me these two are the smart guys i'm just the average joe i thank you very much for listening and remember to uh, invest smarter i think that's a word smarter is a word right oh yeah we'll go with yeah. it yeah yeah we'll go with it <laughs> good night everyone <laughs>